Welcome to The Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of TheRandyReport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet reporting on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community and its allies. In this week's headlines, a leaked draft of a Supreme Court ruling has LGBTQ folks worried about the future of marriage equality. Alabama's new anti-transgender law makes treating trans minors a crime punishable with up to 10 years in prison. Professional UK soccer player Jake Daniels came out as gay. And out-country artist Cameron Hawthorne released his latest single. All that and more in this episode of The Randy Report. A leaked draft of a ruling by the Supreme Court, which appears to indicate the high court plans on overturning Roe v. Wade, the decision which made the right to abortion legal 50 years ago, has a lot of people in the LGBTQ world concerned. It's important to note that Roe provided the underpinning for pro-LGBTQ rulings, including Obergefell v. Hodges, the 2015 Supreme Court decision that legalized same-sex marriage across the United States. Legal experts say without Roe, the foundation for Obergefell is gone, and the more than 568,000 same-sex marriages performed since then could be invalidated. Here's just one red flag from Justice Samuel Alito's leaked draft. He writes, quote, The Constitution makes no reference to abortion, and no such right is implicitly protected by any constitutional provision, including the one on which the defenders of Roe v. Wade rely, the Due Process Clause of the 14th Amendment. That process has been held to guarantee some rights that are not mentioned in the Constitution, but any such right must be, quote, deeply rooted in this nation's history and tradition. Folks, The United States has a lot of rights that may not fall under deeply rooted. For instance, the nation is 245 years old, but racial equality and integration happened just 57 years ago. Marriage equality? Less than seven years ago. Alito also declares the Roe v. Wade ruling was wrong because, quote, it held that the abortion right, which is not mentioned in the Constitution, is part of a right to privacy, which is also not mentioned in the Constitution. Alito goes on to take aim at LGBTQ rights cases, specifically Lawrence v. Texas, which decriminalized consensual sex between adults in private, and the Obergefell ruling, which, as I mentioned, made marriage equality the law of the land. Alito goes on for more than 60 pages talking about these issues, questioning the definition, and ergo the right to privacy. He then covers himself with one statement, writing, quote, To ensure that our decision is not misunderstood or mischaracterized, we emphasize that our decision concerns the constitutional right to abortion and no other right. Nothing in this opinion should be understood to cast doubt on precedents that do not concern abortion. Now, that's supposed to comfort us, I guess. But 
Two things I want to point out. First, several of the justices who are part of this majority decision were asked during their confirmation hearings if they considered Roe v. Wade to be settled law. And almost all of them confirmed they did. So now that they're overturning Roe, are we to believe what they said before? Second, if the Supreme Court begins treating every right not spelled out in black and white in the Bill of Rights as open for dispute, then the door is wide open for far-right legal cases to seriously be considered by the high court. If we don't have an intrinsic right to privacy, in other words, the right to engage in intimate same-sex relationships, then marriage equality is certainly in danger of being threatened. Stay tuned. Transgender youth in Alabama were thrown a lifeline, however brief, when a Trump-appointed federal judge blocked part of a new law that would prevent them from accessing gender-affirming health care. U.S. District Judge Lyles Burke issued an order on May 13th that put a hold on the Republican plan to make it a felony for medical professionals to prescribe gender-affirming treatments. The Alabama law is the first in the country to criminalize gender-affirming care for minors, including prescription of hormones and puberty blockers, as well as genital surgery, which is not recommended for minors anyway. Some other states have considered such legislation but not passed it. Arkansas passed a ban on such care last year, but it provides for professional discipline for violations, not criminal penalties. The Arkansas law is temporarily blocked by a court while a lawsuit against it is being heard. In Texas, Governor Greg Abbott ordered that parents who allow their minor children to receive gender-affirming care be investigated for child abuse. He based the order on an opinion issued by the state's attorney general, Ken Paxton. Abbott's directive is also blocked due to court action. Back in Alabama, the preliminary injunction that was issued on May 13th stops the state from enforcing this part of the law. The other parts of the bill, however, such as banning gender-affirming surgeries on minors that don't even happen, and forcing counselors to out-trans youth to their caregivers, remains in effect. The bill, known as the Vulnerable Child Compassion and Protection Act, would make it a felony offense punishable by up to 10 years in prison to prescribe young transgender people puberty blockers, or hormone therapies. Now, it's worth noting that some of America's largest medical institutions, like the American Medical Association, consider such treatments to be life-saving. Now, some families of trans people are considering moving out of Alabama because the ban would forcibly detransition their children. Judge Burke said in his ruling that Alabama had failed to provide, quote, credible evidence to show that transitioning medications are experimental. He added, parents, pediatricians, and psychologists, not the state or this court, are best qualified to determine whether transitioning medications are in a child's best interest on a case-by-case basis. He also noted that elements of the ban might be unconstitutional and limiting what healthcare options trans teens would have amounted to sex discrimination. Supporters of the ban have said that trans youth face, quote, 
irreversible damage from unproven, sterilizing, and permanently scarring medical interventions pushed by ideological interest groups, end quote. But Judge Burke disagreed. He stressed that top medical associations have enforced the need for gender-affirming health care as part of well-established evidence-based treatments for gender dysphoria in minors. The judge's intervention comes amid a lawsuit lodged by top LGBTQ rights groups, including the Human Rights Campaign and LGBTQ legal advocates and defenders. The plaintiffs, who include four families of trans youth and two medical providers, say the act violates federal law and the Constitution and will cause immediate and irreparable harm to the plaintiffs. Also, medical groups warn that if the ban goes ahead, it will undoubtedly lead to further rates of depression and suicide among trans youth. A study published this month overwhelmingly found that the majority of trans youth whose social transition are still likely to identify as trans years later. English soccer player Jake Daniels came out as gay this week in a trailblazing moment for the European men's game. The 17-year-old forward made the announcement at the end of his first season as a professional player with second division club Blackpool. In a statement, he said, This season has been a fantastic one for me on the pitch. But off the pitch, I've been hiding the real me and who I really am. I've known my whole life that I'm gay, and I now feel that I'm ready to come out and be myself. It's a step into the unknown, being one of the first footballers in the country to reveal my sexuality. He added, I've hated lying my whole life and feeling the need to change to fit in. I want to be a role model myself by doing this. There are people out there in the same space as me that may not feel comfortable revealing their sexuality. I just want to tell them that you don't have to change who you are or how you should be just to fit in. You being you and being happy is what matters most. Now, while women's soccer features many prominent LGBTQ players, the men's game in the UK has lacked professional players who are openly gay. Daniel said he was inspired by Josh Cavallo of Australian team Adelaide United, who is the only openly gay man currently playing in a top division in world soccer after he came out last October. Daniels also shared that his teammates at Blackpool were very supportive and embraced his coming out. The Northwest English Club said in a statement, it was, quote, incredibly proud that he has reached a stage where he is empowered to express himself both on and off the pitch. The English Football Association said Daniels was an inspiration to the sport. The EFA tweeted, quote, this is a hugely positive step as we strive to build an inclusive game that we can all be proud of. We are with you and we hope your story will help to give people across the game the strength and encouragement to be their true self, end quote. The only openly gay man to have played in English soccer's professional leagues was Justin Fashanu, who was not active at a high level when he made the announcement back in 1990. Daniel's coming out comes at a time when soccer in England is still dealing with trying to eradicate homophobic chants at some games. As we all know, 
it's extremely rare for men in team sports to come out as gay. Former Wales captain Gareth Thomas was the first active rugby professional to come out in 2009, two years before he retired, and has since become a source of inspiration across many sports. For instance, the first active NFL player to come out as gay was Carl Nassib last summer when he was with the Las Vegas Raiders. The defensive end was released by the team in March, but sports experts are saying that with his skills and his six years in the NFL, he's sure to get another team. Professional basketball player Jason Collins became the first active male athlete from any of the four major North American sports leagues to come out as gay in April 2013. He became a free agent three months later, but was signed to a contract with the Brooklyn Nets in early 2014. He played out the season, and after 13 seasons in the NBA, he retired in November 2014. Greece has passed a new law banning conversion therapy for minors. The legislation prohibits psychologists and other health professionals from attempting to change the sexual orientation or gender identity of LGBTQ clients. The bill will require explicit consent from adults who want to undergo conversion therapy, and mental health professionals could face fines and time in prison if they violate the law. The bill also bans advertising for conversion therapy. As I've reported many times here on The Randy Report, mainstream mental health and medical organizations have denounced conversion therapy as dangerous and harmful. The practice has been directly connected to increased depression, anxiety, and suicide risk among survivors. A study published earlier this year estimated that conversion therapy costs the United States over $9 billion annually, with costs associated with resulting mental health and addiction issues. Currently, 14 countries ban conversion therapy, including France, New Zealand, and Canada, which passed their laws earlier this year. Here in the U.S., 20 states have banned the dangerous practice. Outcountry crooner Cameron Hawthorne recently released his new single, Nothing Like a Cowboy, a loping musical ride extolling the allure and attraction of a gentleman cowboy. With a steel guitar keening in the background, Hawthorne delivers tender yet muscular vocals that echo the intimate, aching authenticity of the lyrics. Hawthorne has shown impressive musical range with his releases. He came out in 2019 with the romantic, classic throwback ballad, Dancing in the Living Room, and then followed that up by throwing down some line dancing in his red-hot up-tempo, Oh Hot Damn. Since then, he's continued to deliver his classic style of country music from a straight-up, unabashedly gay perspective. I definitely like. Let's take a listen to Cameron Hawthorne's Nothing Like a Cowboy. Some people put it on like a hat, like an act, but he don't. Some guys will turn around, bullet out of a gun, but he won't. He's strong like his hands, got his roots in the land that his boots are standing on. 
But you can see in his eyes that he's gentle and kind And a man that knows what he wants There's nothing like a cowboy A rough and tumble hold his ground, boy Treat you right like the way he was raised A little yes ma'am, little John Wayne Like something from the movies Faded leather and some blue jeans But the real and genuine kind Cause it's hard to find There's nothing like a cowboy Nothing like a cowboy Sometimes he's gonna ride in at night He'll be tired from working But even when it be He'll give you what you need Someday I'm good loving There's nothing like a cowboy Rough and tumble, hold his ground, boy Treat you right like the way he was raised A little yes ma'am, little John Wayne Like something from the movies Faded leather and some blue jeans But the real and genuine kind The one you keep around cause it's hard to find There's nothing like a Back in October 2020, Hawthorne appeared as a guest on my podcast to talk about his music, coming out, and more. Make sure you check out that episode to hear him tell his story in his own words and music. And that brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. If you enjoy catching up on LGBTQ news in a quick podcast, I'd appreciate it if you would share it with your friends. I like to think of The Randy Report as the 60 minutes of gay news, only shorter. And remember, you can find me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com, where I cover the daily news cycle regarding politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community and its allies. Thanks for listening, folks. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>